Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. This morning's show, Wise Words with Darius, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your host, the Professor Wise, coming up next. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Darius, the Professor Wise, host of... Wise Words with Darius. Uh, Thank you for joining me this fine Saturday morning. I'm glad that you all are here um, and and joining me. This is uh, episode 38 of Wise Words with Darius, episode 38. Today's topic is stop resisting. Stop resisting. But before we jump into this, um, one of the things that I want to do is definitely, as always, take a moment and thank 50 plus the second half magazine for this platform for giving us an opportunity to be able to share every week, you know, and, um, you know, be able to just kind of spend some time together and, and, and encourage each other and learn some new things. So if you have not done so and you are a baby boomer or interested in what the baby boomers have going on, definitely check out 50 plus the second half magazine.com. Um, and if you are a business owner, uh, definitely check out 50 plus the second half magazine dot com to advertise as well. Uh, so I want to thank them again for giving us this opportunity to share every week. So today is episode 38. 38. Uh, stop resisting. So let's kind of jump into this because it's really uh, quite a few things that I want to share with you guys today, but. First thing we want to talk about, uh, and or I want to ask you is, and this is going to take some 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 introspection, right? This is going to take us to kind of really be honest with ourselves and look inside. But what is your gut telling you that you should be doing? What is your gut telling you that you should be doing? You know, we all have that voice inside. We all have those feelings inside that you know really tell us, you know, kind of are telling us the things that we should be doing in our life. You know, a lot of people say, you know, that's what your calling is. That's what your passion is. That's, you know, that's your purpose. That's your mission in life. So what is your gut telling you to do? And once you think about that, if you're not doing it, why aren't you doing it? You know, are you doing that thing that your gut is telling you to do? Are you doing what it is that, you know, you are being encouraged to do from within? 
I'm not talking about what everybody outside is saying, but from within. You know, are you moving forward to make that thing happen? Or are you resisting? Are you resisting? Uh, you know, your resistance may manifest in different ways. And that's some of the things we're going to talk about today. But there may be different forms of resistance, and they may be manifesting itself in different forms. And this is why this is so important. And I think that it's overlooked quite a bit. But this is so important because the resistance that you are putting up may be futile to you achieving your goals. When we think about resistance, most people are thinking, you know, uh, resisting arrest or resisting some outside force, somebody trying to tell you something or somebody trying to get you to do something and you're resisting. So we're usually thinking of some outside force when we talk about or when we think about resisting. But here's resistance. This is what resistance means. Okay, here's a definition of, of resistance. Resistance is the refusal to accept or comply with something, the attempt to prevent something by action or argument. Now, let me read that again. The refusal to accept or comply with something, the attempt to prevent something by action or argument. Now, in that definition, it doesn't say where it's coming from. It doesn't say the refusal to accept or comply something from outside. It doesn't say. But we automatically assume that we're talking about outside forces. No, it's, it's the refusal to accept or comply from with something. And that something may be, you know, in your mind. It may be your own thoughts that you're having. So before we jump in here, let's, let's, let's focus our energy here, okay? Because, again... There's a lot of things that deal with resistance. We hear re about resistance all the time, especially in this day and age with so much going on in our world. There is so much talk about resistance. You know, there's a plethora of hashtags in social media land, you know, about resisting and resist and, you know, so hashtag resist and all these other things that are out there. You know, there are plenty of things in this world that we do need to resist. There are plenty of outside forces that we do need to resist things that people are putting out that we need to resist even getting involved in. Right? So there are several things that we need to resist, but today, today we are going to get into um, what, what is the mission and the purpose of those different forms of resistance that we have for what's going on today. Today, we're going to discuss how we internally resist that voice, how we resist that voice that's telling us, you know, what our purpose is and what we are here to accomplish, and what we should be looking to do in this life, on this journey that we're in, okay? So we already understand that it's the outside force that we're looking at. And there are, again, there are many things that we need to avoid, okay? But when there's something to resist, when, we, when there's something that's brought to us that we may not be on board with 100%, we'll build this wall of resistance. We'll build this wall of resistance of to fight what it is that we're being that's being shared with us. You know, we fight not to fall into and fall into the trap or whatever it is. You know, if you let's let's just say for example, if you're trying to lose weight, if there, if you're trying to lose weight and then you go in the kitchen and there's a box of donuts, we resist. We try to resist. 
We put up this wall of resistance. Now, because of how we're programmed, because of how our paradigm is set up, we, we only think of these things, again, instinctually, we only think of them as being outside forces. So it's the donuts that are sitting on the table. We need to resist those donuts. Um, but this is not the actual issue that is stopping us from doing the things in life that we want to do. It's not the outside forces that are really hindering us to, for the most part. There are some things that's going to kind of maybe, you know, make you have a detour or you may have to pause and kind of rethink your, your plan. But those are not the things that are really stopping us from accomplishing our goals and getting the things done that we want to do in life. So it's a, it's a larger issue. There's a bigger issue that we face every single day that's really stopping us from getting to where we want to be in life and getting to the things that we want to do. You know, I believe that we all have a purpose for being here. We all have a purpose for being alive. And, and that purpose for most people is usually buried deep, 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 deep inside of them. That purpose, that reason for being here is usually buried. And most people are not living that purpose. They're not living. They're not even passionate about what it is that they're doing, but their purpose is not being lived out because they've buried it so far, so deep. So when we have, when we've been beat up, when we've been told we can't do certain things, when we've been told that we're not you know, qualified to do certain things. We don't have what it takes to do certain things. We don't have the right history, the right background, the right experiences. And after being beat up so long and, and being beat up so bad, you know, we actually now bury that. And we start to conform to the world. We start to conform to what people are saying and society is telling us that we should do based on who they think we are. Not based on what we want to do, but based on what and based on who we believe we are, but based on who they think we are, where we come from, the experiences that we have. And that's how we start to bury what it is that our purpose is and what it is that we truly want to do with our life. We start to believe the hype of what everybody else is telling us. We start to believe that we're not capable. So now that that goal, that 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 dream, that purpose gets buried. And this has actually become part of our programming. This is part of your programming. We've been programmed to believe that we can only accomplish certain things. And that is based on either our skin color or our our sexuality. It's based on our gender. It's based on all these different things bury the purpose that we're here for. So the process of conforming. The process of conforming enables us to build an internal wall of resistance, an internal wall of resistance. So, so as we start to do this and we're burying this dream that we have, we're burying our passion, what we're doing in the process is also building up a wall inside. We're building this wall of resistance. This, this figurative wall um, blocks our intuition. It blocks our intuition it, it defends the voice we hear telling us, I mean, it, it deafens our voice, the voice that we hear that's telling us what our purpose is. So this wall is now um, in, the, in the blocking us from hearing and blocking us from paying attention to what our intuition is telling us. And the more we resist, the more we resist, the bigger and the stronger the wall becomes. 
So you resist all these things that you resist what you're being, what, what you're hearing, and you're building this wall. The wall gets bigger. The wall gets stronger. And the voice gets quieter and quiet. You know, it silences the voice there. So after some time, and this is what's being done unconsciously. So I talk about it every week. You know, we have to be aware. We have to be more conscious of what's going on because one of the things that we're doing unconsciously is building this wall. And as we build this wall, we become numb and, you know, to our purpose. And we believe our purpose is what society and what other people are telling us it should be. So my question is, do you notice that you're building this wall? Are you aware that you're resisting the things that you should be doing? So not all of us have are built. This is the thing. See, not all of us are built to go to school, uh, to get good grades, to go to college, go to get your advanced degree, your master's, your doctors, you know, get that good, good, quote unquote, good job. Um, stay there for 40 years, keep your nose clean uh, and then retire. All of us are not built that way. And the beauty of life is that that's a good thing, that we're all not built that way. But in this country, this country of the USA, that where we live, that is what we're programmed to believe our purpose in life is. Our, they, we are programmed since we're little to go to school, go to college, come out of college, get a job, work for somebody else, do whatever it is that you, are, you went to school for, stay there for 40 years, maybe 50 years at this point because they moved the retirement age, and then retire. And most people are so uncomfortable with that because that is not what their purpose is. Yes, I believe in education. I believe that we have to have the education. I think that our kids should be have some kind of structure into their education as far as to a certain extent. But then we should be able to explore the things that we feel inside that we should be doing. So this programming starts at birth. We un- un- unconsciously, we program our kids ourselves. We tell them they can be whatever they want to be, but you can be whatever you want to be within these parameters because you still have to do this and do that and do this. You know, so as we get older and we grow up, this programming becomes more intense because, again, unconsciously, we start to build this wall and we start building this wall brick by brick. And every time we ignore, every time we ignore that voice, that's inside, that's telling us what we should be doing, that's guiding us to what we should be doing and where we should be going in life. Every time we ignore that, that voice, we lay another brick. We lay another brick. You know, so when our gut is telling us we should be doing something else and we ignore it, we lay another brick. So when you ignore that thing, like, so, I mean, I, I have had so many times in my life where, you know, I've, heard this voice saying, you should be doing this. You should be speaking. You should be in front of the crowd. You should be encouraging people. You should be getting people to think a little different. Every time I heard that voice, I used to ignore it because I didn't think that that's what I was supposed to be doing. And I was building this wall brick by brick. So after some time of doing this over the years, and this is years we've been doing this, you have a wall so tall that You know, you need a crane now to start adding new bricks. That's how big the wall is inside. So, but you're not alone, though. I want to tell you that. 
if you feel like that, if you are now thinking about what it is that you should have been doing or you should be doing with your life and you feel like you're not doing it, you're not alone. You're not the only one because most of us, most people, majority of people out here are not doing that. I was one of them. I was one of them. But, you know, I had this crane that I was starting to use now because the wall's so big, but I changed, I traded that in. Traded the crane in for a wrecking ball. And that's what I encourage you to do. Get a wrecking, now you need a wrecking ball because it's time to tear down this wall. It's time to tear down the wall because it's blocking you from your blessing sometimes. It's blocking you from the things in life that you should be doing. But we are doing this mentally. And before you can actually start tearing the wall down, we have to take some time and be real honest with ourselves. We have to have some introspection and say and recognize that you actually built a wall, that you actually built this wall of resistance to what it is that you should actually be doing. You built this wall. You put this wall up. It's, it's blocking you from hearing the voice that's telling you what you should be doing. It's blocking your intuition. You're not following your gut. You're not going with your gut with what your gut is telling you because now this wall is blocking all of that. And you have to recognize and admit to the fact that you built this wall. You have to. Now, last week, you know, I talked about writing my book, and that's one of the things that's really um, prevalent in my life right now. That's, that's my main, one of my major focuses is writing this book. And last week I talked about this, and this is something, again, this is something that I had inside of me for 20 years, writing this book. It's been in there for 20 years. And when the idea first came, I first had this idea of writing this book, um, I didn't believe that I could do it. I didn't believe that I could be an author. I didn't believe that I had enough to say to actually fill up a book, right? Um, and, and this, looking back, as I look back on this, this was like one of the first bricks that I laid to build this wall of resistance about writing the book. This is one of the first bricks. And from that point on, every time I felt like in my gut, I felt in my gut that, this something about the book, anything about the book, something that kind of was leading me to writing this book. Every time I felt something like that, I would actually resist. And I would resist and lay another brick. I would resist and lay another brick. And every time I would do that, you know, and this went on for years. I'm talking 20 years almost, guys. This went on for years. I was resisting that voice every time telling me that this is what I was supposed to be doing. I knew that I was supposed to write this book. I felt it. It just felt like what I should be doing. I heard this voice that would always say to me and it would say stuff to me that would be something in relation to writing this book. You need to write that down. You need to put all your thoughts together. You need to, you know, you need, not really just you need to write a book, but it was like you need to, you know, something. You need to write it. You need to put this down. People need to hear this. And I would resist. And every time I resisted, I would put a brick up. And I would add another brick and I would add another brick. And then I look back and I had this wall built in this, you know, metaphoric, you know, this, this wall that I built in my mind that was blocking what I knew I should have been doing. And as I look back on this, I, I know that that's, that's what it was. And I know that I should have been doing this and it never, that voice never stopped. That's the other thing. It never stopped. 
the feeling never stopped. My gut never stopped telling me that this is what you should be doing. And so as I look back on all this, I knew it was something that I was supposed to be doing. It was always something that was being presented in my life that was still leading me down that path um, as to writing this book. And the saying, you got to understand this. I, I heard this saying many years ago. Some of you may have heard it too, say that the, what you resist will persist. What you resist will persist. And that is so true. I was resisting writing this book, but it was persistent. The voice was persistent. The feeling was persistent. The, what I, my gut was persistent. So I resisted it, but it still stayed there. Some of you are resisting things in your life, and you can't figure out why it won't go away. It won't go away, first of all, because you're resisting it. You won't acknowledge it. You won't accept it. You resist it. And it's going to keep coming back. The universe has certain things that it's already in place that are you, you're supposed to be doing. So it's going to continue to kind of gnaw at you and bring these things to you so that you can now wake up and realize what you should be doing. Now, there's some things that you need to resist that you don't need to be doing, but you still have to accept and acknowledge those things as well. Because if you don't, what you resist will persist. So me personally, I built this humongous wall of resistance. It became so big that I actually closed off the voice. I couldn't hear the voice much anymore. I closed it off. And I know this is true because time in my life when I didn't think about the book. See, this is, this is where it gets interesting. This is where we think that, oh, okay, see, that wasn't really something that I was supposed to be doing. I have built this wall so big that I could not hear the voice telling me that I should be writing the book anymore. That's how big the wall was. And at that time, it, I mean, a couple of years went by and I didn't think about writing the book. I didn't, you know, I, I, I thought that it was just a phase in my life. I, that was just some crazy idea that I had and it was gone, but it wasn't gone. I had just started and learned how to ignore it. So I wouldn't even pay attention to it. There was no, so once I got to the point of, I didn't hear it anymore, I stopped resisting. I wasn't laying any more bricks. The bricks were gone from the wall. But what I know now is that the silence didn't mean that it was not something that I was supposed to be doing or something that I was called to do. But once, because once I started working on myself, see, and this is, this is the other thing, this is the other part of it. So we build this wall. And we build this wall of resistance where we get it to the point where we don't even hear the voice telling us what we should be doing anymore. But when you start working on yourself, see, for me, I started to work. I started to do some personal development. I started to do some things to just better myself and get to a point where I wanted to be in my life. And when I started to do that, when I became more self-aware and I became more conscious about what I was doing and, and in those areas of my life that I wanted to build it started to shine a light on this wall. It started to shine a light on this wall of resistance. And as I went through these things, this personal development, reading books, going to these seminars, you know, even, you know, starting my entrepreneurial journey and learning and, 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 and studying and doing my research, as I started to do that, what started to happen was I started to chip away at this wall. And as I started to chip away at this wall, lo and behold, there's that voice again telling me, you need to write that book. 
See, if you start to develop yourself, when you start to actually work on being a better you, it's going to shine a light on what it is that you should be doing. And it may be something that you actually try to ignore and try to run from for years. And you thought that that was over. You thought that thought was gone. You thought that feeling was gone. That voice now became louder and louder and louder inside of me. In my mind, it became louder because now here I am tearing the wall down. I'm tearing down this wall of resistance. You know, it never went away. I just buried it. I just put it behind this wall. And this wall was the resistance that I was, I was putting up against it, against it. So let me ask you this. What have you built a wall of resistance around that you think is gone? See, you probably built a wall of resistance. It's something that maybe when you were younger, maybe when you were a teenager, maybe when you were a young adult, maybe even five years ago, that you felt that you should be doing, and you built a wall around it. And maybe for a period of time, you really didn't have that feeling, or you didn't hear anything inside telling you that this is what you should be doing. What is that thing? What is that thing that you think is gone? So if you think back over your life, was there something that was gnawing at you that you just couldn't avoid or get around or get away from, and now it's been silenced? Is there something that has happened like that? You had this feeling. You had this, this voice telling you you should be doing something. Now it's no longer – you don't hear it like you used to anymore, and you think that it's gone. Because see, what you need to do is now you need to look internally and say, did I build a wall to block out what that thing was, to block out the voice? So you may be in the same situation that I was in. You know, that thing is not gone, but you've built a wall of resistance around it. Here's where it gets interesting. Here, this is interesting to me. You, you typically don't even know that you're building a wall. You typically don't even know that you're building a wall. You don't even know that you're building this wall of resistance. Remember, most of this is done unconsciously. You are not aware that you are resisting. That's why. Some of you are resisting what you should be doing, and you don't even know that you're resisting it. This is habitually done unconsciously. It's unconscious. It's something, it's unconscious behavior that we've been programmed to do. And we don't even realize that we've been programmed to do it. The mind kicks into autopilot and it starts working behind the scenes without you even being conscious uh, and having conscious consent of what it's doing. That's how powerful your mind is. Your mind goes into autopilot. Unconsciously, it starts to build this wall. And this is, I want to share with you some things so that you understand what the resistance looks like. And because we're going through life unconsciously resisting these things, not knowing that this is what we're doing, not knowing that we're building this wall. So some of you may ask and may be thinking, well, what, what does the resistance look like? How does that work? Are, are you talking about building this wall, Darius, and putting these bricks up and all that stuff? And I can't picture that in my mind. Some of you may not be able to picture what that look, that, that's looking like. Okay, so I want to share with you some things that you need to start identifying and being able to identify when it happens. Right. So we can only answer that question of what does the resistance look like when we are conscious of our thinking. Mm. Hold on. Let me say that again. You can only 
you can only recognize what the resistance looks like when you are conscious of your thinking. Again, this is a, a common theme on my show is that we are not conscious of what we're thinking. So we have to be conscious of that. We have to be conscious of our programming. How are we programmed? And the other factor that is important in, in this process is that we have to be honest. We have to be honest about where we are in our life because some of us are going to justify ourselves into believing that we are where we should be. Some of you are justifying so much that you have now started to believe that you are where you're supposed to be. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of you are, but a lot of you are not. So if you're honest with yourself and you're conscious of your thinking, here are some of the things that you should be able to start recognizing as resistance. And if we recognize that it's resistance, then we can change it and we can stop it and we can do something to combat the resistance and put down the wall and be allowing to what we're doing. Okay. So how does resistance look in your life? How does it show up? What are some of the ways that it manifests itself? Here are a couple things. Here are a couple ways. So, and, and as we go through these, think about your life. Think about what you may have used some of these things for in your life that may have been resistance to what you should be doing. Okay. Think about this because this is only going to work when you are being honest with yourself. The first way that resistance shows up in your life, or one of the first ways, these are not in any particular order, but these are just a few. One of them is, the first one I'll share with you is excuses. Excuses. Excuses are tools of the weak and incompetent, guys. But we make excuses. We're constantly saying why we can't do something, why we can't make something happen. I made excuses for so long about writing this daggone book. Oh, my goodness. When I think back on it, I was like, I made excuse after excuse after excuse. And none of it was valid. That's how I know now, looking back, that it was an excuse. It wasn't that I wasn't capable. It wasn't that I wasn't competent enough to write a book. It, wasn't none, it was none of that. It was just an excuse. And that excuse was how the resistance to writing the book was manifesting itself. So one way that it shows up in your life is excuses that you make. So think about the reasons why you're saying you can't do something. Is that an excuse? If it is, we need to dig a little deeper and get beyond that and think about what it is that we really should be doing and ways that we can make it happen. The second way I already mentioned is justification. Justification. You are justifying why you can't do something. You're justifying why you, oh, I don't have time. You know, if I did that, this would take away from this. And, you know, I really need to have this job so I can pay these bills. And all, it's always ways to work that out. But you justify why you can't. You talk about I don't have time and I don't know how to do this or I don't know how to do that. You know, this person won't help me. I don't have the right experience. I don't have the right background. We're justifying why we can't. We're making excuses and we're justifying those excuses after we make them. The third thing is complaining. You're complaining about the situation that you're in. Stop complaining because that situation that you're in may be fertile ground for what it is that you're supposed to do. It may not be what you ultimately thought it was going to be and your life was supposed to be, but that may be where you need to be to manifest 
what it is that's inside of you that you're supposed to do. Sometimes we bury our food in the dirt. Think about that. In the dirt. Most of us don't want to be in the dirt. We don't want to get dirty. But sometimes you need to be in the dirt in order to start your roots and spread your roots and grow through it. Stop complaining about where you are. Stop complaining about the situation that you're in. Stop complaining about everything. Recognize where you are. Understand that there is, prob- there is a reason why you're there. And learn how to grow out of that. Learn how to grow. So stop complaining. The other thing that we do is overthinking. Overthinking. I think this one kills a lot of us. Overthinking. This happens more often than, you know, more often than we think. When you focus on the, and, and typically, typically, this is happening, overthinking happens when we are so focused on the end goal. I, I will share with you, and I shared this up before, when I was thinking about writing this book, my focus was on the end result, the actual book, the tangible book, what was in it, what did it say, how did it look? That was my total focus. Now, I needed to know and understand those things, but that was my total focus. And so when I thought about that and I, and I looked at where I was and looked at where I wanted to be, there's a big gap in the middle. And I jumped the gap just to focus on the end result. And it was overwhelming. It became overwhelming. I was overthinking the process. So instead of overthinking, when this happens, what you need to do is just focus on what is the next step. Okay, do I have a title for the book? Okay, great. Now, what is the, what is the purpose of the book? What it, then what's the next step? All right, write, the, write chapter one. Don't worry about how many chapters. Just write chapter one. Write the first sentence. Write the first paragraph. Write the first page. For me, that's what it was. Think about the next step. Don't overthink it. Guys, we overthink these things thinking that we got to know everything up front. You will learn, and the things that you need to know will come. So stop overthinking them. Anticipating negative. We are excellent at anticipating negative. Why? Because our brain was designed originally to keep us from harm, us from danger. So we're all our brain without if you're not conscious about what you're thinking, your brain is always looking to protect you from danger. So we're always anticipating the negative. And and the and the crazy part is is when that negative thing or something that is that we may we may even think of as negative happens, we say, see, I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. I knew that that was going to happen. And so what we do is we start to not even venture out to figure out how to do what it is we're supposed to be doing because we're anticipating negative. So we're already bracing ourselves for impact on something that has not even happened yet. This is where the fear comes in. This is where our amygdala kicks in and says, oop, don't go that way. Remember last time, last time you went over there, this is what happened. So we don't do it anymore. We don't even try anymore. So we're anticipating negative. That is one of the ways that resistance is showing up in our lives. And the last one I'll share with you as far as these, how resistance is manifesting itself is, and this is a big one, procrastination. Procrastination. We know we should be doing stuff. And, and, this is deadly. Procrastination is deadly. It is a disease and it will kill your dream. It will kill your vision. It will kill your, your, uh, your, your, your 
process of what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Procrastination, putting off what we should be doing. Do it now. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Because when tomorrow comes, it's just another now. It's just another today. Do it and do what you're supposed to be doing and get through it. So we see these things manifest as far as the resistance manifests in these different forms. So they're excuses, justification, complaining, overthinking, anticipating the negative, and the killer of all killers is procrastination. So these are just a few of the ways that we actually manifest resistance. So if you found that you're doing any of these things, if you're familiar with any of these in your life personally, you need to look at what are you resisting. You need to dig deep. Some of you may not even know what it is that you're resisting. And that's where it takes us to take some time to sit back and internally just kind of go within and figure out what is it that I should be doing. And dig past, knock down the wall, get beyond the resistance to see and hear the voice and, and, and to understand what your gut's telling you and know what you should be doing. I'm sure that all of you, I would bet the ranch on it, all of you have done these things and are probably doing these things in some combination, some form. We're resisting. I know I was. I, I had to be very honest with myself. I was. And when we probably never pay much attention to what we we're saying and what we're thinking because we run our life 95% of the time on autopilot. So if you're on autopilot, you're not thinking about these things. These things are just saying that are coming out your mouth and you're not even thinking about it. You're making excuses. You're not even thinking about it. You're anticipating the negative. And you're not even thinking about it because you're on autopilot. I know this is true, guys, because I was on autopilot for a long time. You know, if you are not, con if you are not consciously thinking about what you're thinking about, this is what's going to happen. Let me say that again. You need to be consciously thinking about what you're thinking about. Consciously thinking about what you're thinking about. If you are not, this is what's going to happen. You are going to have this resistance. You are going to build these walls, these, this wall, and you're going to have all these things happening in your life. The other thing you got to remember, and this is, this, see, all of these things play a part. We have to remember that your brain First of all, it only weighs three pounds. It weighs three pounds, but it uses 20% of your energy, of your body's energy. Your brain is using 20% of your body's energy. So building this wall of resistance takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy. You will be tired. You will be drained. You will be exhausted and not have anything to show for it and probably don't even know why. You probably won't even know why you're so tired all the time because all day long you're resisting. All day long you're doing these things to build this wall. Have you ever been there where you're just like, I don't even know why I'm so tired, but I don't have energy to do whatever I need to be doing. I don't have energy to read that book. I don't have energy to go to, you know, to watch this webinar. I don't have, I don't have the energy. I'm tired. I just want to relax because your brain is using its 20% on building the wall. <laughs> So if you've ever asked yourself why you're so tired and all that, it's probably because that's what's happening. That energy, the oxygen that goes to your brain is being rerouted because you're stressing and you're, you're worried about all these other things and our fight or flight kicks in and, and our body is taking over unconsciously. So 
Be very conscious and think about what you're thinking about because you can get exhausted off of just the mental things that you do. So if you're spending most of the day stacking bricks, in your mind, you're stacking bricks, one excuse after another, complaining about this, complaining about that, justifying this, why you didn't do something or why you should do something, overthinking what you should do, preparing for failure. All of that takes energy. All of that takes away from you simply just doing the small steps that you need to take to actually get where you need to be in life. You're using the energy. You're using it. You're doing something instead of doing what you fighting what you should be doing, just do the things that you feel that you should be doing. You'll learn how to do it as you go. So whenever we resist, this is the other thing that we have to understand. Whenever we resist, there is a struggle. Whenever you resist something, there is struggle because it's you exerting your force against something else exerting their force. So it's always a battle. It's always a struggle. And, you know, when I go out and I speak to my different, different audiences, when, I, when I'm speaking live, um, when I'm doing the show, when I'm just interacting with people on a daily basis, I hear people all the time talk about, or I hear the saying um, that people are in their comfort zone. I'm in my comfort zone. And if you think about it and you listen to a lot of, you know, motivational speakers or inspirational speakers or these internet gurus, quote unquote, who speak about success or, you know, something to that effect, you they say you won't find success in your comfort zone. You're not going to find success in your comfort zone. The comfort zone refers to a place or a situation where you feel safe or at ease without stress. And that place for most people is usually their couch in front of their TV. <laughs> right? That's their comfort zone. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm in front of my TV. I zone out because what I do is I stop thinking. I just go numb and I just zone out to something else. Right. So we have this little comfort zone thing. Right. This belief about this comfort zone in our mind that this is where I'm safe. This is where I'm comfortable. But I want to tell you this. The comfort zone. This this is the place where you lay most of your bricks in your comfort zone. You're building stronger and faster, building the wall of resistance in your comfort zone, in this quote unquote comfort zone. That's where you're laying the most bricks, because I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. Let me ask you this. Think about it. When you so-called feel like you're in that comfort zone, are you really comfortable? Are you really comfortable? Most of the times you're not even comfortable there because you know in your mind, in your heart, in your gut, you should be doing something else besides just sitting on the couch or besides just vegetating somewhere. You know inside you should be doing something else. So you're not comfortable. You're, you're, you're uncomfortable. You're feeling this uneasiness about what you're doing because in your mind you are thinking that you should be doing something else like I'm really wasting this time I should be doing this right now so if you're in your comfort zone you have to be honest with yourself because really I'm gonna tell you there's no comfort in the comfort zone you lay the most bricks in your comfort zone you're not comfortable because you are in the back of your mind you're thinking and you're trying not to acknowledge it, but you're thinking that there's something else I should be doing with this time right now. So it's not comfort. The struggle is real, ladies and gentlemen. There's a struggle. In the comfort zone, there's a struggle because you're battling against the voice saying, go do this. Go do this. Go do that. Read that book. Turn off the TV. There, there's a battle in your quote-unquote comfort zone. 
so the struggle is real and it's happening inside of you and it's usually happening more often than you think or you want to acknowledge you feel restless you feel uneasy you know it's just you fighting being lazy you're fighting being lazy because there's there's no comfort in the comfort zone that's resistance that's where we build put down and lay the most bricks is in the comfort zone you continue to have the feeling that you should be doing more in your life you know those are the times when you are uneasy about what you do every day when you think about it if you are uneasy about what you do all the time because there's something else that you should be doing and you're resisting it you expart you probably experience being tired and sleepless nights you probably can't sleep at night sometimes um, because there, there's a struggle going on. There's a struggle. And you can't rest during the struggle. If you're in a fight, there is no resting in a fight. And I'm t- here to tell you that there's a fight going on. And you're in the middle of it. And, and the bad part is we don't recognize that we're fighting ourselves. We're fighting ourselves. So think about a time that you were in a fight. Right. Hopefully you weren't in a fight, but maybe and hopefully it wasn't anytime soon. Right. Or maybe that you had older sisters or brothers or whatever that bullied you. Right. See, I was the older brother. So I always mess with my sister, always bullied her. But I love you, sis. Um, But I I always mess with her. You know, she may be just chilling somewhere. okay? or you may have been chilling and they just come up to you and they want to wrestle with you or they want to pick with you or they want to just poke and prod at you. And at that point, when they come up, the chilling is over. You're not relaxing anymore. There's a struggle. There's a struggle. Now you're wrestling or you're arguing with them. Um, you can't relax at this point. You are trying, you know, they trying out new wrestling moves. That was one of the things I used to do with my sister. I, you know, I'm trying out wrestling moves or whatever. I'm doing whatever just to make them uncomfortable, right? It was just being annoying, being a bully. And that's what we do sometimes. And sometimes, Even if you say, I'm not going to fight with them, I'm not going to do this, you are not able to just sit there without the struggle. Because even if you say, I'm not going to do it, they are still there. They are still picking at you. They are still doing whatever. You at least be in the struggle to keep keep them off of you or keep, keep your mind from focusing on them. That's still part of the struggle, right? There is no chill time. There is no downtime during the struggle. And you have no comfort. And the reason that I share that with you is because that, that voice inside sometimes off like a bully. That, that voice that's, that's, that's telling you what you should be doing, that's trying to guide you in the direction that you should be going, sometimes comes off as a bully. It never stops. It just keeps going. It's aggravating. It's annoying. It's just there. Like, stop. But it won't because you have something you should be doing that you are not doing. And the purpose of it is to get you into action, to get you moving, to get you off of autopilot, to get you to be conscious and be aware of what it is that you should be doing. But ladies and gentlemen, we are spending so much time, so much energy fighting what we should be doing when in all actuality, it will take less energy less time to just do it, to just be open and conform to what it is that we should be doing. The struggle will ease up. 
it's not a struggle when you're doing what you what you should be doing. We hear it all the time. People say, you know, I love what I'm doing so much. I don't even look at it as work. Like I love it so much. And those things that you're resisting are things that you will love doing. But you you you're looking at it from the perspective of that you're fighting it so much that you've confused the fight with what it is that you would be doing. And so now you think that it's not something that you would be happy doing because you're looking at it from the perspective of I'm always fighting it. I'm always fighting it. So I want to paint this picture because unconsciously, this is what is going on in our heads. This is what's going on in our minds. So I want you to really start to just be aware of what you're doing to yourself. Now, this whole conversation, this whole show is about resistance. It's about resistance that's happening inside, though. I'm not talking about anything. This is you by yourself with yourself. has nothing to do with what's happening outside of you. Because if you can't get through what's happening inside of you, what's happening outside of you doesn't even matter. It won't even matter what's happening outside of you because you already caught up in what's going on inside. So we have to be on the same page. Okay? So stop resisting. Understand what the resistance looks like. And stop. And be, be still. Be still and know that it is the voice of what you should be doing. When you actually go through this, it's going to be resistance that comes up in different forms. We need to be able to identify that. We need to be able to identify what does the resistance look like. And it, it, it may be different for all of us. You know, for every person, it, the, the resistance may show up in different forms. I just want you to stop and and think about what you're thinking about. That's it. As the thought provoker, I just want to provoke some thought in you. I want you to really be conscious and start to question your thinking. Question your actions. Is this really in alignment with what you feel that you should be doing in your life? Are you building the wall? Are you constantly laying bricks to build this wall to silence the voice, to ignore what your gut is telling you? Are you trying to keep that voice from whispering in your head all the time? Is it starting to ignore? And the only reason that it's a problem is because you're not doing it. You're not following its guidance. And when you're not following its guidance, again, there's struggle. When there's struggle, there's no comfort. When there's no comfort, you cannot be in a good, happy place. There's going to be stress that you're bringing on and you're putting on yourself. So stop resisting. Understand and recognize what the resistance looks like. As always, I want to share some things with you. Not only that, you know, I want you to be aware of what the resistance may manifest, how it may manifest, but I want to also share some things that may help you stop resisting, that may help you actually, you know, Stop going through um, this battle in your head. So here are a couple things that we can do. Here are a couple things that you just need to be aware of to stop the resisting, stop the resistance. First thing, first thing we need to do, I'm going to give you four things that, that can help you on this journey, okay, just to help get, get things going and get you, get you going in the right direction. The first one is cultivate acceptance. Cultivate acceptance. Don't deny or fight 
that there is something that you are designed to do. There is something that you are designed to do. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Accept it. Accept that there is something that I am supposed to be doing. Accept it and there will and accept that there's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle. You're going to have to learn some new things. You're going to have to be in some uncomfortable positions, but that's part of the process. That just makes you tougher. It makes you stronger. It makes you it helps you grow. But you need to cultivate the acceptance. You know, we have to build up our acceptance level so we can accept what it is that the voice is saying, accept what our gut is telling us, and and start to, you know, pursue that which we're we're being guided to to do. So we need to accept that. The second thing is release the attachment to the results. Release the attachment to the end result. Know that knowing what you want and what you want it to be as far as the end result is good. We need to know what that thing, what we kind of want. But what we, are, what we also have to understand is that we may not know how it's really going to look when it manifests itself. We have this image in our head, but it may not look that way. So when it starts to go in a direction where it doesn't look like what we imagined, we think that we're on the wrong path. But it's only because we thought up this idea of what it should look like in the end. And, and, and we have to release that attachment to what we think the re- end result should look like. What the end result should look like is not what our focus should be on. Our focus should be just going in the right direction, going in that right direction. So know what you want the end result to be, but focus on the next step. Don't continue to focus on the end result. Once you achieve that next step, then focus on the next step. And then focus on the next step. And then focus on the next step. Don't overcomplicate the process. Now, some of these steps in the process are going to take you to learn some things. It's going to take you to become a different person. It's going to change who you are, maybe change who you, the people you associate with yourself with. But we have to release the attachment to the end result. I know this is what I want, but I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. So I'm just going to work towards what it is that I want and be open to what it starts to look like how it starts to unfold, how it starts to manifest itself. So release the attachment to the results. Third thing, be conscious. Be conscious, ladies and gentlemen. Be conscious. Live in the moment. We hear that all the time. Live in the moment. Think about what you're thinking about. Think about what you're thinking about. Turn off the autopilot as much and as often as you can. Turn off the autopilot. Be conscious. Be aware. Be in the moment. Stop focusing on what's supposed to happen next week. Worry about what's happening right now. Be conscious in right now. Because your being conscious in right now may determine really what happens next week or next month or next year. Be conscious of where you are right now. And that will help you guide your way through the struggle and through all this stuff that's happening. And if you're conscious about right now, and if you're just conscious, there will be less resistance because now we know what resistance looks like. And if we're conscious, we can combat that and not go in that direction. We can change those thoughts. 
So be conscious. Then the fourth thing I want to share with you is embrace the struggle. Embrace the struggle, ladies and gentlemen. Most of us are resisting and not realizing that the more we resist, the more of the struggle that we have to deal with. The more the struggle becomes, the stronger the struggle becomes. So embrace the struggle. Understand that there's going to be times where I'm not comfortable. There's going to be a struggle because I know it's something that I need to get done. And it may be something there that I got to get around or obstacle that's there, but I need to stay focused on my goal and understand that I just got to get through this one thing right here. Embrace that there's going to be a struggle. Understand this as well. With the struggle, there's an internal struggle and there's an external struggle. There are going to be things that are being presented to you externally that you may have to go through and you're going to have to deal with. But there's also going to be things that you bring upon yourself mentally that there are going to be internal struggles that we have to get through as well. And if we can't get through the internal struggle, the external struggle will have no bearing on what we do. It won't matter. So embrace the struggle. When you embrace the struggle, fear dies. When you embrace the struggle, fear dies. I know there's going to be a struggle, so I'm not scared. I already know it's going to be there. So understand this, ladies and gentlemen, you are built to do amazing things. You are built to do some incredible, mind-blowing things, some things that people will say is impossible, some things that people are going to say that they can't do. They can't believe that you did it, but that's how you're built. You're built to do those amazing things. So stop resisting and get on with it. Stop resisting and just get on with it. Just do it. Just start moving. Like Nike says, just do it. Just do it. There is somebody waiting for you to share your experience to your greatness. How you share that may be different things. It may be a book. You may speak to them. You may just show and be the example. But somebody's waiting for your greatness. I was waiting on somebody else's because people that went before me, they were the ones that showed me. So, guys, listen, be conscious. Embrace the struggle. Understand there's going to be a struggle. Cultivate acceptance and release the attachment to the results. There's going to be a struggle, guys, but stop resisting. I want to thank you guys. I hope this was something that manifested with you. I hope this is something that really, you know, touched you and made you think a little differently about yourself. I want to thank you for joining me this morning. As always, I'm so happy to be able to spend this time with you every week. So this was episode 38. Make sure you join us for episode 39 because it's going to be powerful. I already got it going on, thinking about what we're going to talk about. But thank you. I, I believe in you. I love you. God loves you. You are phenomenal. And if you don't believe it and nobody's told you, I'm telling you now. You are phenomenal, guys. Have a phenomenal week. Be amazing. Do the thing that you feel that you should be doing. Stop resisting. Tear down the wall. So I will see you guys next Saturday for Wise Words with Darius right here, same place, same time. Be blessed. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Have a great week, guys. This show was brought to you by the 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Thank you for stopping by, and we hope you will tune in next week. Good night.